Good morning, church. Would you stand with us today? We have a very special thing taking place in our service today. We have some individuals who have decided to get water baptized today. So they have uh, publicly, they are publicly making this profession of their faith and their belief in Jesus Christ. So if you haven't been here at the bridge for a baptism service, we do this during our praise and worship time. And we encourage you, uh, you can go ahead and cheer for them. You can celebrate. If you want to take pictures, if you have family members that are get, getting baptized, you can come down front here. And uh, matter of fact, if you want to just join us and praise and worship down front, we invite you to do that too. It's not just for the young people. Anybody that wants to come down front and worship and celebrate us, we invite you to do that right now. So come on, let's do it.
God, we're grateful to be in your presence, the presence of an almighty God. And this morning we say that we believe in you. Come on, church, you know these words. Let's sing it together, our Father. Our Father Sing it out, church. I believe.
this morning, but the presence of God is in this place today. Now the words of that song say something very simple. It says, oh, come to the altar. You know, the Bible says that Jesus went to the cross to pay a price that you and I could not afford to pay for ourselves. When we were lost and dead in our sin, God made a way. He built a bridge. And he sent Jesus to this earth close that gap that had separated us from God, our sin. This morning, as we come to the altar of God, we must not go forward without recognizing that God is here and he wants to be in relationship with every single one of us. So I just want to ask, before we move forward in our service, would everybody just take a moment and just bow your heads. If we could just have an ultimate moment of reverence for God Almighty in this place for just a moment, I want to ask every single person that's here today a question. The question is, where do you stand when it comes to a relationship with God? If you take an inventory of your heart, that simply means to look and see what's there and what's not there. I want to ask you, is a relationship with God something that's there? Because whether you knew it or not, when you came into this place, just like that song said, the Father's arms are open wide, ready to welcome people right into his family today. And as we all come together to this altar today, can we give our lives to him? Many people in this room have already made the decision to do that before, but maybe you're here today, and if you're honest with yourself, you know that you're not walking in relationship with God right now. I want to tell you, there's no better decision you could ever make than to find the purpose that He has for your life and discover the peace that He wants to give you for all of eternity by stepping into that relationship today. The Bible says we do it very, very simply. We believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord, that God sent him to take our place on the cross and that he raised him from the dead. And then we confess it with our mouth, bringing us into relationship with God. Since he paid the price, conquering death and hell in the grave, he made a way so that you and I can have hope for all of eternity. That's you today. We're gonna pray a prayer together in just a moment. And right now, in the presence of family and friends and God Almighty, we're gonna pray this prayer. And I wanna ask if you wanna come into relationship with God for the very first time, would you mean this with everything inside of you? 
So all together, we're going to pray a prayer. And I want to ask if you would repeat these words. Come on, all together as a family. Let's say, dear Jesus, I thank you for taking my place on a cross. I thank you for wiping away my sin. So today I choose you in the presence of family and in the presence of God. I want to walk with you. I want you to be the Lord of my life. So come in and lead me and guide me and I'll walk with you from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, I believe a lot of people made a decision to follow Jesus this morning. Can we give everybody who made that decision a big hand clap of praise and a welcome into the family today? Awesome. Hey, if you made that decision, we're going to give you some more instructions here in just a little bit in our service. We want to help you start that walk with God. But it's so awesome that you made that decision today. We're here to help. We're here to be family with you. But at this time, we're going to do something together as a family. We're going to partake of the Lord's Supper and of communion together. So I want to ask everybody if you would be seated. Students who are down front. Hey, how good is it to have our students back from camp with us this week? Awesome. Go ahead and find your, find your seats this morning. We're going to partake of communion together. We still have a good amount of people coming in to find seats as well as our students. So look around and... If you can, do your best to make some room for these people who are coming in to sit next to you. As they're coming in, you should have received the emblems of communion this morning. And when you came in the door, you should have received those. But maybe you're here and you didn't get those just yet. We want to help you real quick. If you did not receive the emblems of communion, can you please just slip your hand up real high? We want to give those to you before we move forward here. Real nice and high so our ushers can see you. We want to make sure we take care of you today. Awesome. Our ushers are coming to put those in your hands. While they're doing that, I want to tell you that here at the bridge, we have what we call open communion. That means that you don't have to be a member or a partner here at the bridge, but this is a time that is for believers, people who have made that decision to follow Christ. That's what this time is for. We're honored to get to share this moment with you today. I want to ask everybody if you would just take those emblems there in your hand. You know, the reason we do this is because going back to the night that Jesus was betrayed before he went to the cross. The Bible said that Jesus gathered those who were closest to him, his disciples, and he took bread and he took wine and he distributed those items to his disciples. He broke the bread. He said, this is my body that's broken for you. This is my blood that's shed, the blood of a new covenant shed for you. Then later on in the New Testament, the apostle Paul, he echoed the words of Jesus and he said that we should continue to do this as often as we would in remembrance of the sacrifice that Jesus made. You know, when I think about that word remembrance this morning, it's interesting because when we talk about remembering something, what do we talk about? We talk about remembering or looking back at something that happened in the past. Most of the things that you and I remember in our lives are things that happened a long time ago that might not bear any burden on us today. It might not mean anything to us now. But there's something different about remembering the sacrifice that Jesus made because that was a sacrifice that while it happened 2,000 years ago, and while we remember something that happened so long ago, there's nothing in the world that has a greater effect on our lives than the sacrifice that Jesus made 2,000 years ago. And we remember, we don't just look back to something that he did, but we now look forward and know that it has a huge impact on our lives today and into the future. And this morning, as we're about to partake these items, I want to tell you, when I look at the cup and when I look at the bread, I recognize 
that when I came into relationship with Jesus, it was this right here that made all of the difference. I have hope in my life because of this. We have hope for all of eternity because of this. And today, that's what we remember. And that's what we celebrate together. So I want to ask if you would open that up and take that wafer, that little piece of bread there. Jesus said, this is my body that's broken for you. Can I tell you this morning that the body of Christ was broken so that you and I could be put back together again. That's something that we celebrate today. Can we partake of the bread together this morning? If you'd go ahead and open that cup. Scripture says that in the same manner, he took the cup. He said, this is my blood that's shed for you. It's the blood of a new covenant. We like to say here that this is the blood of a new deal. Because of Christ's blood that was shed on the cross, you and I have a new deal with God, and we have hope that we will spend eternity with him when this life is over. This is the blood that cleanses us of our sins. Today, we have so much to be grateful for, and we partake of the cup together. Now, right there where you are, would you just lift both of your hands as a sign of surrender to our God. Father, we thank you for the sacrifice that you made when you sent Jesus to take our place on the cross. Jesus, we thank you that our sins are forgiven and to be remembered no more so that we can walk in hope in this life. As we look ahead to the life that is to come, Father, we thank you for the peace that we have because of Jesus. We thank you that when this life comes to an end, we will spend the next life with God Almighty forever and ever and ever. And we thank you for that great hope that we have in Jesus. And as we celebrate today, we look back and know, God, that you gave the ultimate sacrifice. So today, we give you our lives back in return. And we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, our ushers are coming right now. They're going to collect all of the empty containers this morning so you can go ahead and pass those bags on down the aisle. We are so thrilled that you are here this morning. It is great to have you in church. So, hey, if you have already thrown your empty container into that bag, we go ahead and put your hands together this morning. Let's give God praise one more time in the house. pretty good. Hey, you know what? Let Juicy Pastor Aaron carried both of these things at one time. Give, give him a hand. Been working six years to teach him how to do that, and it's finally paid off. Uh, hey, we're glad to see you today. Junior high and high school, you guys are staying in service with us today. We've got a different kind of service planned. And I'm going to share for just a few minutes today, but let me say before I get into what I want to share and talk about the service more, thank you for being here today. I mean, God, God is in the house today, and I just really believe in my house, God's in, in my heart that God's in the house to do some great things in your life today. So I'm really glad that you are here. Thank you for worshiping with us. If you're here for the very first time, we especially want to welcome you. And our church service is done a little bit differently today. We did water baptism during the first part of service. We had a little extended worship, having more worship a little bit later today. But we're really glad for you to be here today. If you're here for the first time, 
you have any questions you need answered, go to the Connection Center. There are folks there that are glad to answer any question you might have. And if you'll stop by and let them know you're here for the first time, they'll give you some coupons, one for a free drink in our coffee shop. It's just a simple way of us saying thanks for being with us. Can we welcome all of our first-time guests today? Thank you for being here. If you've got your Bible, I want to encourage you to open it up to Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to read just a couple of verses in a few minutes here. Matthew chapter 6. Today is a different kind of day because two or three times a year, we as a church set aside a Sunday and we do a lot more worship and a lot less of me or somebody else talking. And not that God's Word isn't important. I'm going to share God's Word in a briefer manner today. But we do this because there are times when we feel like we need to set aside a week to just really take time to thank God for all that he's doing and to pray about the things that we need in our lives. And we're going to be doing that today, worshiping God a little more and praying together for specific needs today. But I want to share some thoughts real quickly for just a few minutes that I think will set up what we're about to do the rest of the day. You know, in, in most of our minds, heaven is up there. Can I get a nod from everybody? Heaven's kind of up there, and earth, we're, we're kind of down here. And so when we talk about God, we always talk about God being up there in heaven and us being down here on earth, because we know God is up there. We, we learned that from Scripture. But as a result, for a lot of us, we tend to live our lives feeling like God is a million miles away. Because he's somewhere up there. We don't know where. We've never seen it. It's never come down. We've never really experienced what's going on up there. So he's up there somewhere. We're in this journey of faith, but we're way down here. And when you don't sense God's presence in a strong way, we tend to feel like God is just a million miles away somewhere up there. And, you know, because of our human limitations, we struggle realizing that God is everywhere. God is everywhere and all at the same time. He knows no limitations. He's everywhere all at once. And sometimes we just don't sense how close God is. The psalmist said this in Psalms 139. He said, where can I go and escape your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? He said, if I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there also. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. What he said was, no matter where I am, where I go, what I'm doing, God is always there. We want to know that today and, and be aware of it. And today is a day for us to acknowledge God's presence and ask for his help in every area of our life because God is concerned about everything going on in your life today. I want to share five real quick thoughts from Scripture very quickly. Number one, Psalm 66.1 says that heaven is God's throne and the earth is his footstool. God said, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Well, what do we learn from that? Heaven is God's throne. God makes his palace, his headquarters in a place called heaven. But number two, we also find that while God is in heaven, he wants to be our heavenly father. Let me make it real personal today. God in heaven wants to be your 
Heavenly Father. He wants to be right here with you, involved in your life. It's a statement, it's an expression that we find in the Lord's Prayer where Jesus said, when you pray, pray to your Father in heaven and call him your Heavenly Father. It's interesting. God in heaven wants to be my Father. Let's look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. Let's look at the verse together. Read it with me. In this manner, therefore, pray. Come on, everybody read. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. What he was saying was, understand that God of creation, God of the heavens, wants to be your Father. The third thing we see is in verse number 10 of Matthew chapter 6. Let's look at verse 10 together and read it. It says, pray this way. Your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The God in heaven who wants to be our Father wants to send heaven to earth. Now let me ask you a question today. When I talk about God in heaven and God on his throne in heaven, what do you think of when you think of heaven? I mean, look beyond the cartoon drawings of, you know, people floating around on clouds, playing harps, wearing little, you know, white clothes and, and, uh, and crowns and all that. Set that aside for a moment. Do you think there's any lack in heaven? Do you think there's any sickness in heaven? Do you think there's any need in heaven? None whatsoever. And Jesus said, when you talk to God, ask for him to send heaven to earth. I feel like today... In our lives, in our land, things would be a whole lot better if heaven came to earth. But notice this. Jesus said, pray and ask God to send heaven to earth because God wants to send heaven to earth. And when you look at that verse, put verse 10 up there again. I want you to notice it. It's not a plea. It's not a question. It's not, a, oh, God, if you could. Oh, God, if you would. Oh, God, if you are willing. He said, pray this way, kingdom of God, come, will of God, be done in earth as it is in heaven. In the original writings, it's a command. Jesus said, pray to the Father and say, Heavenly Father, kingdom of God, come, will of God, be done in earth as it is in heaven. What you have in heaven, send it down to earth in my life. He told us to pray that way. Now, would God ask us to pray a prayer that he wasn't willing to answer? Of course not. Of course not. So he said, ask for God to send heaven to earth. Matthew 7, 11, the fourth thing you'll notice here, Matthew 7, 11, goes so far that Jesus said, if you being evil give good gifts to your children, how much more does your heavenly Father want to give good gifts to his children? Did you know God wants to put good things in your life? He wants to send heaven into your life. And he said, ask for it, and you receive those things. And then the last thought, there are different places in Scripture that refer to it. Philippians chapter 3, verse 20 is one of them. Did you know when you were a child of God, Zach led us in a prayer earlier. Maybe you prayed that prayer for the first time and asked God to come into your life. Did you know if you've ever prayed that prayer and opened your heart to God, you are now a citizen of heaven? Your name is recorded in heaven. Your citizenship is there. Because when this life is over, you're going home where you have your citizenship. And it's in heaven. A few nights ago, I was watching a movie. I won't tell you the name of the movie because it's an action movie and you'll start thinking about it and you won't pay any attention to me. But, 
This guy was being chased. He was over in Europe. He was an American citizen. He was being chased by bad guys, and they were on his heels. They were after him, and he's running full speed, and these bad guys are right behind him, and he reaches in his pocket and pulls out his passport, and he comes to these doors, and he darts in these doors, holds up his passport, and the soldiers let him in, and when the bad guys get there, they throw the guns up and say, no, you can't come in. He went to safe harbor because he went to the American embassy in that nation. And what happens is when we recognize that we're the children of God, we have the right to ask God to send heaven to earth. And right where you are, because your citizenship is in heaven, it becomes heaven on earth. It becomes God's territory for your life. And God wants to put his provision right there in your life. Our citizenship is in heaven. Two things that we need to understand about this. Jesus said to ask, and he said to believe. In a few minutes, we're going to ask, and we're going to believe together. And then finally, the very last thing, I want to just take a moment and look at the promises of God, just for a moment here. Psalms 22, verse 3 tells us that God inhabits the praises of his people. What it literally says in the New King James, it says that God is enthroned on our praises. God comes and sits down on our praises and makes our praise his throne. I have people all the time who say, man, the interesting thing about the Bridge Church is when we, when we come to the Bridge Church, we walk in there and when we start worship, all of a sudden you just feel the presence of God come in the house. That's because we exalt the Lord. We build a throne of praise and we believe he will show up and sit down on our praises. He said he would do that. So when we praise God today, we open our hearts and we praise him from our hearts knowing that he's going to show up in our lives in a big, big way. And the last thing out of Matthew chapter 18, there, there are two things here I want you to notice. Verse number 20, Jesus said this. He said, if just two or three are gathered in my name, I will be there in the midst of them. How many of you came today here in Jesus' name? Let me see your hands. How many came here today believing in the name of Jesus? It's more than two or three as I look across this room. So he's here. He's here. And then the second thing is found in verse 19. Jesus said, again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done by my Father in heaven. We're going to pray in a few minutes, and we're going to agree with each other. We're going to get people agreeing, and we're going to see God do great things in people's lives today. So here's what we're going to do. For the rest of this service, we're going to have some worship, we're going to have some prayer, and then we're going to have one more time of worship before we're finished today. So I'm going to ask the worship team to come on out and get in place. I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet. Let's open our hearts. Let's give God honor and glory and praise today together.
Would you just lift your hands and thank God in expectation of what he's about to do here among us today? Let's just worship him. Father, we honor you today. We glorify you because your word is true. Your presence is here and you are here among us. That We might see here what goes on in heaven. We might have heaven's provision in our lives. Miracles can happen here today in people's lives because of your presence, oh God. We believe that today. We believe, we believe, we believe. Everybody say that right out loud. We believe, I believe. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Here's what we're going to do this morning. We're going to pray two great prayers together. The first prayer, I'm going to have Anne lead us in prayer. And I want to pray for needs today in your lives. Whatever's going on, physical, spiritual, material, mental, domestic, family situations, kids' situations. Maybe you're having trouble with your parents. It happens, friends. For all those needs, we're going to pray today. Whatever's going on in your life, we want to pray for needs today. And here's what I want to do. We want to get in agreement, agreeing for each other. Jesus said if two or three agreed, praying for anything, he said he would do it. If you have a need in your life today, I want you to lift your hand up and hold it. You have a need you want us to pray for today, just lift up your hand, hold it right there. Hey, if you're a guest with us today, you don't need to be bashful. You're with family today. We're spiritual family. If you've got a need, lift your hand up high. Now, here's the other part. As we pray, I want you to pray for your need, but I want everybody in the house to pray for somebody else as well. So I want you to take the other hand and extend it towards somebody around you. We're going to pray right now for needs. And go ahead, lead us in prayer. Thank you, Father. Father, I just thank you for every person in this place, every person watching online. God, you know every need represented. You know every person intimately. And Father, we come to you right now. We bring every one of these needs to you right now. And God, I am asking for your divine, supernatural intervention in each and every one of these lives, in each and every situation and circumstance. Father, I pray for those right now who are in need of physical healing in their bodies. God, I am asking for your healing power to wash over their bodies in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that you are the great physician. Your word says by the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. It's already been done. It was paid for on Calvary. And so, Father, right now I am asking that the full manifestation of that healing would be evident in bodies now. I thank you, God, for miracles transpiring in bodies now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we thank you for that, God. Thank you, Father. And God, I pray right now for deliverance in this place, for those who are in need of deliverance. Father, whether it's deliverance from addictions, whether it's deliverance from emotions that have held people in bondage, whether it's anxiety or depression or bondages of circumstances around them. God, whatever the bondages are that have held people in chains right now in the name of Jesus, I am asking for supernatural deliverance. I'm asking for chains of bondage to be broken now once and for all in the name of Jesus. I'm asking for freedom, freedom in people's lives now 
in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you for it, God. Thank you, Father. And God, I am praying right now for those who are in need of wisdom, those who are facing big decisions and need your guidance and your wisdom. God, I am asking for wisdom to be poured out. Your word says if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of you and you would give it liberally. That's your promise. So God, right now we ask for an abundance of wisdom to be poured out in people's lives, God, that you would bring answers, you would bring guidance and direction, you would bring clarity now in Jesus' name. We thank you for that. God, I pray right now for peace just to wash over people's minds right now, God, that worry, fear would be gone in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for supernatural peace that passes all natural understanding to wash over people's minds and hearts right now. And there would just be a confident assurance that would break forth in people right now of knowing that you've got them, you've got their life, you've got their situation, you've got their family, you are in control and you are moving and working on their behalf in Jesus' name. And Father, I just pray right now for provision. God, your word says that you supply our every need according to your riches and glory. And so, Father, we come to you as our provider. And God, I am asking for provision for every person in this place who is in need, who's facing a need. God, I am asking that you would provide supernaturally, provide the finances they're in need of, provide the new job they're in need of, provide the promotion, Father. God, we're coming to you and asking for supernatural provision for your people in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. And God, right now, I just pray for family relationships. God, I am asking for your divine intervention in relationships. Father, where there's been hurt and pain in relationships, God, I'm asking that you would bring healing in the name of Jesus. Father, where there's been relationships severed and, and distanced, God, I pray right now that you would bring reconciliation and restoration in relationships. God, I pray that for each one of us, that you would show us our part where we need to make adjustments in that relationship personally. And then God, I pray that you would draw each person closer to you and closer to each other. God, restore, restore relationships, we ask right Right now in the name of Jesus. Restore as only you can do, God. We look to you as the restorer. We thank you for your power at work in relationships. And Father, I just pray right now for those who maybe have a, a child that's away from you, for those parents whose heart's hurting right now, or maybe that spouse who's hurting because their spouse is running from you, away from you, God, I just pray right now that those family members who are away from you, who are running from you, God, we ask right now that you just arrest their hearts. Their hearts would soften in the name of Jesus. They would recognize their need for you. They'd turn, they'd yield, they'd surrender all to you. You turn their hearts toward you and back towards their family, Father, to completely restore and unite families around you at the center in Jesus' name. God, we thank you and we praise you for all that you're doing, God. You're faithful to your word, God. Thank you that you hear and answer our prayers. Thank you that it delights your heart to bring heaven to earth in our lives, God. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, Father.
Thank you, Father. Now, I want to pray one more prayer. There's two things involved in this. Number one, I want to lead us in prayer for our nation, and I want you to get an agreement with me. Our nation needs a move of God. We need a move of righteousness. We need a revival in our nation. We are such a divided people today, and we need God to give us a new direction to unite our hearts once again. So I want to ask you to pray with me. And when I finish praying this, this brief prayer, then I'm also going to pray for Back to School Bash, which is next Saturday. We're going to have probably 2,000 kids come through here getting backpacks. Plus, we're going to have all their families coming with them. We're going to have literally hundreds and thousands of people come through here on Saturday. A lot of them don't have any idea who God is, what He is. They've never experienced His power. But we're going to show them God's love in a tangible way, and we're going to ask God to grab their hearts, okay? So I want you to pray that prayer with me. Let's pray together. Father, right now we lift our nation to you, and we recognize that there's a divide in our nation. There's so much envy, so much strife, so much jealousy. In some situations, even hatred in our nation. But Father, you said, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves, would pray, would seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, you said you would hear from heaven and you would pour out your spirit and heal our land. God, we ask you to pour your spirit out on our land, upon our area, upon this valley, upon Southern California, upon this state, upon all of our nation. God, pour out your spirit and change our hearts and turn our hearts back to you. God, let revival begin, something supernatural. God, we know that the Republicans don't have the answer, the Democrats don't have the answer, the Independents don't have it, the Libertarians don't have it, the Green Party doesn't have the answer. Jesus is the answer. God, pour out of your spirit and turn our hearts back to you. Turn our hearts back to you and heal the divide. Heal the divide. Stop the finger-pointing. Stop the lies of people who are dividing us, trying to break apart this great nation that you have built. God, we just ask you to turn our hearts back to you and let that revival start right here in this church, right here among this people. Change us from the inside out. In Jesus' name I pray. And Father, for next coming weekend, next Saturday, our back-to-school bash, this great event where thousands of people are going to come on this campus with needs. Father, as we give kids backpacks and school supplies, as we give them free haircuts, as we give them free pancake breakfast, free clothing, as we give them checkups for sports, physicals, other things that we're going to be doing that day, even the fun things we're going to be doing. Father, grab their hearts in the middle of all of this in some way, somehow shine the light of Jesus into their hearts and turn their hearts to you. For that's why we do this, that people might meet Jesus. God, we just asked you for more volunteers. We asked you for more people to serve in every area. And we ask you that you bless these efforts for the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Let's give God praise one more time together. As you're standing, the worship team's coming to do one more song of worship and praise to God. Let's give God praise together right now.
together can we lift our hands and declare his name Your name is higher, your name 
Uh, you know what? I, I, I love it when we organize a Sunday morning like this and people join together. But you know what I really like? I like when people just kind of spontaneously say, you know what? It doesn't matter what's on the schedule. I'm just going to give God praise right now anyhow. Can I just hear a shout of praise? We're going to hear amazing testimonies come out of this day, what God has done in your lives. Thank you for being here. You can be seated for just a moment. I have a couple of things here we need to do. In just a moment, we're going to receive this Sunday morning's tithe and offerings, our giving back to God for his blessing in our lives. We want to thank you for your faithfulness in giving. And I want to share a couple of things real quick. As a part of the flow in the life of our church, our, our connect groups are so important to our church. And we're getting ready to start in just a few weeks, our next term of Connect Groups. Tonight at 6 o'clock in the chapel, there's a meeting. I'll be there. Pastor Zach will be there. We're going to be sharing some important things about this coming term. If you've ever hosted a Connect Group in the past, I'd love for you to be there to hear what we have to share. If you've never hosted a group, but you'd like to find out more, maybe you think you might be interested, come out and join us. Let us share with you what it's all about and what our hearts really are for this. And I think it'll really make a difference for you. That's tonight at 6 o'clock. And then this coming weekend is Back to School Bash. That's right. It's our biggest outreach of the year. Our Back to School Bash is so exciting. And this year we're going to be giving away 2,000 backpacks filled with school supplies. This is the first year that we have made it available where people can reserve them in advance and all 2,000 are now reserved so we are going to have just a packed event we're going to have so many people here for the backpacks and the haircuts and all the different things happening and I know that many of you have already signed up to volunteer and that is awesome we appreciate that so much but if you have not yet signed up to volunteer we still have a few areas that we are really needing some help in and the first one is with our hairdressers and barbers if you by chance are or ever was a hairdresser or a barber or even if you weren't professionally but you have experience especially with clipper cuts that is the big thing that we are still in need of is people who can do clipper cuts so if that's you we have a sign-up sheet at the connection center we would be so grateful to have your help you can sign up today and then we'll be in touch with you this week to give you all the details. Another area is our setup, which is happening at 8 a.m. on Friday morning, the day before. So if you are able to come and help us with setup, especially some of you guys with muscles that want to come and help us out, we would really appreciate that. And then also our cleanup area after the event. If you're available at noon on Saturday, maybe you aren't available in the morning, but you could show up at noon to help us with the cleanup. That would be amazing. We would so appreciate it. So any of those areas, you can sign up at the Connection Center. We would love to have your help. We'd be so grateful. It's going to be an amazing event. We can't wait to see you there. So as we prepare to give this morning and the ushers prepare to come right now, I want to say thank you so much for your faithfulness in giving. It's your giving that enables us to touch our community and touch lives around the world and other countries. Thank you so much for your giving today. If you want to give towards Back to School Bash, just mark it on your envelope. You can also do it online. We greatly appreciate it. God bless you. Let's watch church news as we give today.
Welcome to The Bridge, everyone. My name is Nicole, and it's great to have you in church with us this morning. Summer is in full swing, and we want to help you and your family stay connected all summer long. Let's take a look at church news this morning and see everything that's coming up at The Bridge. Back to School Bash 2016 is happening this Saturday, and we are so excited about the impact that we will be making on the community around us. There will be so many volunteers here working throughout the day to make this event happen, and we are so thankful for all of your efforts. But there's one more area that we could use a little bit more help. If you are able on Friday morning to help us set up for this event, we would so appreciate it. We'll be starting setup at 8 a.m. this coming Friday, and if you have the time and the ability, we could use your help. We'll be working into the early part of the afternoon to make this event happen, and if you can join us, we would love to have you come. So just sign up at the Connection Center so that we can contact you and give you all the details, and we look forward to seeing you for Back to School Bash. In just a matter of days, many of our students will be moving up from fifth grade to junior high. And we know this can be a tough transition. That's why as a church, we want to help our students move from Kids Connection to Student Life Connection and navigate this new season successfully. So, all parents of soon-to-be middle schoolers, you are invited along with your kids to join Pastor Jeremy and Pastor Corey for a brief informational meeting next Sunday, August 7th at 1230 in the Student Life Center. This will give you a chance to meet our junior high leaders and hear the heart behind our student ministry. We look forward to connecting with you. If you are new to The Bridge, we want to connect with you. Take some time after service today to come say hi at the Connection Center. We would love to meet you, answer any of your questions, and tell you about everything that's happening in the church. You can also stay up to date and find all of the info you're looking for by visiting our website, thebridgechurch.tv. Don't forget, if you made a decision for Christ today, please come and see one of our prayer teams or stop by the Connection Center to grab your copy of the next seven days. It's our free gift to you. Thanks again for hanging out with us this weekend. It's always great being in church with you. All right, church, we've got just one more song that we're going to do. So we want to ask you to stand on your feet. And if you want to come down here and get rowdy with us, we're going to get our praise on right now, all right? If you guys know this song, sing along. We're going to celebrate the love of our amazing God. Let's do it. Staring into your eyes makes my heart come alive. Suddenly brought to life when I met you. Reaching beyond the skies. Running deep, stretching wide Perfect love realized here with you Now this love, now this love is for real You will never let go, never let go Oh, it's more than 
One, two. 